This, this, this is God Stories Radio Podcast. God Stories Radio Podcast. With Fritz, Mike, and Tina. Welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 269. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. It's Thursday night. What's up, gang? Thursday night. Woohoo! We made it. Uh-huh. Oh, we got a good one tonight, man. I'll tell you what. We made it. (laughs) I want to welcome everybody that's already dialed in on the Mixler. Uh, You have dialed into a good one tonight. I believe so. Hey, one of Isaac's on from uh, From South South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Isaac. Hey, welcome, Isaac. Welcome out there. And, uh. Miss Tracy Fagan's on tonight. Wonderful. Welcome, Tracy. Tracy. Welcome, and uh, Tracy. I see one other person on there. If you follow us, I can see who you are, but I don't know. But welcome. Welcome. You dialed into a good one tonight because we got Pastor D up in the house. <laughs> That's right. And if you listen to session 266 when his mom was on, if he has anything like the fire that she has, watch out. Oh, it's on. I know it is. Absolutely. is. So what's going on over there, Mikey? Just trying to get through from week to week. As Tina said, we made it through another week. It's (laughs) okay. (laughs) It's, uh, I mean, I don't uh, live the luxurious life that you do. Oh, (laughs) luxurious. Uh I go, I go to work, go home. I go to church, go home. And I go to God Stories Radio on Thursday night and go home. Huh. And you drive a very, very nice truck to those places, I might add. Well, I do. Yeah. You don't live a luxurious life. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. I'm not buying what you're uh, selling, buddy. Uh, Donnie Seeger. Hey, buddy. Good to see you on tonight. You have dialed into a good one, buddy. Good to see you. Welcome. Welcome, everybody on Mixler. What's going on over there, babe? Well, we've got a Facebook like. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You weren't getting me this week. It's Uh, actually a two for one. So um, we want to say thank you to Jason Kim and Bethany Hibbs. Hey, thank you for liking us on Facebook. Thank you so much. Part of the GSR family. We appreciate that so very much. And there's more. More? My goodness. We have country number 112, everyone. 112. Wow. We want to welcome Croatia to the God Stories Radio family. Croatia. Wow. Really? Man. That's exciting. That is very exciting. Uh Very, very exciting. Wow. Well, welcome Croatia. Yes, to welcome the Croatia. Yes, welcome New Year, new countries. <laughs> there were two, one each week so far. I am loving it, absolutely. And anybody else out there that if you have not liked this yet on Facebook, please do so, so we can. So you first off become part of uh, GSR family, and then we can uh, 
Put your name out there. I know, right? And it's it's nothing that we've done, you know. We're just uh, trying to be good stewards of what God gave us, and He is just blowing it up. I'll tell you, and He's just bringing such good quality guests. It's ever since we met Tracy, and we found out about the book, and we got Pastor D tonight. He's going to blow it up. I can't wait. Yep. Well, I will go ahead and introduce. Yeah, him let's then. do it. All right. Well, uh, the guys have kind of given given a little bit away, but not too much. Um, in session 266, we had Pastor Monica Hawkins Gil- uh, Gilbert on the show. And tonight um, for session 269, we have Pastor Devon Hawkins on the show. And he's definitely a powerful voice in the kingdom of the Lord. He's definitely about relationship and not religion. He's had a praying mother and a praying grandmother that prayed him all the way back on the road to Amen Christ. Amen to that. And he's now residing in Denver, Colorado. He's an ordained minister. He's been a youth probation counselor in Allegheny County. Uh, but now he's a, a business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, as well as a, a father and a husband for the last 10 years, married to his lovely wife. And they have two lovely boys. So I'd like to welcome to the show, Pastor Devon Hawkins. Welcome, Pastor. Pastor Devon, welcome, welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Thank you, DSR family, for having me. I really appreciate it being here. And it's an honor and a privilege to be with you guys today. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Yes. Thank you, sir. Oh, it's no problem. It's always great when I can talk about God and what he's done for me. Amen. Amen, <laughs> Amen to that. Couldn't agree with right. you more. Couldn't agree with you more. So, Pastor, tell us a little bit about like the beginnings, like where you came from, how you grew up, because I know that you definitely, you know, had the enticement of the streets kind of calling out to you and you had to navigate a lot of things in your youth. Yes, I did. I, I'm originally like uh, uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I uh, was raised by a single mom, um, which you guys had on, uh, Pastor Monica. Uh, she, she and my grandmother, uh, my grandmother really stepped in as, as the, uh, spiritual foundation for me at a young age, but I grew up, um, and she introduced me she kept me and my, my brother, uh, um, in the church, my grandmother, uh, Reverend Barbara Quill, um, at a young age, introduced us to the Lord. And at that time, um, when I was young, I mean, I, it was just, it was just, I had an awesome experience after I just old, I got saved young. Um, I understand about the Lord and I really, uh, had a faith, such just a faith walk with God at that young age. I, I never forget, um, as I was growing up, uh, we were at a revival one, one, uh, summer and, uh, one of the, uh, prophets as, uh, it was about a 3000 congregation as, do you have faith that God can bless you, you know, with money? with finances and um I rose my hand. I was five years old, young. I was bold, unashamed. <laughs> and uh I ro- rose my hand and I said, I believe. And he said, since you believe, here's God blessing you. And not knowing that God was using stirring up my faith at a young age, but how that was going to transcend in, in my later years. And um, you know, as uh as I got older, you know, got into the uh teenage years, like I said, I was a uh, raised by a single mom and my grandmother, but my grandmother was always praying. Um, we, we, I got introduced to, you know, some not good, uh, crowd, you know, um, my mom did her best at a young age to provide and she was real, uh, 
career oriented. And I thank God for that. My grandma always said to her when she got pregnant with me at 17, uh, your belly's pregnant, but your mind's not pregnant. Mm. And so that's she a, really that's wise. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, what, mean, they, you know what they say her. about uh, praying grandmothers? Right. <laughs> I, I tell you, like God says, the prayers of the righteous are of much. And I, and I, and it wasn't for her prayers that it, it got me on back on the road. But as a young, as a young adolescent, uh, um, I began to, you know, um, long for a father and then father figure. And I didn't have one. And we were close to areas that I, I had grew initially grew up in weren't, you know, the greatest, you know, area. And I got introduced to the streets at a young age and, you know, but I kept in my forefront in my forefront of my mind that I only can go but so far because how many of us know the word of God says you train a child and he, and he shall not depart from you know, him. Amen. Amen. And I, I, and I, and I didn't understand at the time. I really didn't understand that. I, you know, I, I didn't understand what certain things where I would get caught doing things that other kids didn't get caught. I'm like, what, what's going on? But I didn't realize that the prayer that my grandma was praying, she was a praying grand, a praying mm. grandmother. And I just, I praise God for her because her, her prayers at the midnight hour, she just would be praying. And I would just sometimes come to her house and, you know, lay on her bed. And she said, I'm just, I'm praying for you. And I know God's going to do a great work in you. And I, you know, I was like, uh, you know, at that time I wasn't trying to hear it. I was like, I, I'm a teenager. I know what's best for me. <laughs> How many of us know that? You're, yeah, you're well, giving you me hope right, right I'm now. Telling you what, I yeah. bet she could cook too. Oh my God. Oh yeah, okay. you know she could cook. <laughs> and somehow she he swings the conversation down. back to food. Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> Sorry. You know, everybody got to have a praying grandmama, but you know they can cook. You know they can. Okay, I'm right. sorry, Pastor D. Right. <laughs> that's okay. That's hey. That's I. I. I, I have to touch on that too. I you mean, got, as well as you, you got to give credit where credit's me. due, brother. You know. Right. Right. I can't. I cannot take that away from her. As well as Amen. She, me, she gave me a, a good belly full of food. You know. <laughs> that's how you minister to somebody. You know, a good belly full of food. They're they're ready to receive. Well, you know right. what? She took care. of No, I was just saying you're giving me some hope here because, you know, I have a teenager right now and he I can see him stray, you know, away from everything that we taught him because he was that child like you that used to have that faith that would step forward Mm -hmm. and would preach. I mean, he would preach to people who were coming over to to just install floors, you know, (laughs) in our house. That was the type of kid he was. So this is encouraging and probably encouraging for a lot of people out there who have mm-hmm. young ones that have strayed that might be young adults or, or teenagers. Yes. I, I always say this as my ministry, when I get up, I said, I'm the poster child yeah. of leaving and coming back to Christ. Um, I, 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 I always say that I'm really the poster child who, who you wouldn't think will come back. Um, I don't know if my mom said before, but in a book I had uh, cursed God um, after the passing of my brother. Um, mm-hmm. As I was growing up, like I said, we I began we began to you know experiment with the streets and getting different things. And thank God, you know, my mom and my grandma prayed. By the time my mom she got saved and she began to dedicate her life to the Lord. But you know, me and my brother were like, you know, well, we want to do our thing, and 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 we did. And but one thing. My mom always instilled, and me and my brother was a great work ethic. So 
at the youngest age, even me, I was in college going for criminal justice. I was the youngest kid, even God's favor and mercy on my life. I didn't understand it at that time, but I was the youngest kid ever to be introduced as a probation counselor in Allegheny County. Wow. wow. And that was only God's grace and mercy. And I didn't even graduate college and God saw fit because I didn't realize that that was going to be, he was walking me in my ministry at that time. Even though I was, I was even, I, my mind was far from God. It was so far from God, but God already had a plan. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine, but God already had set the course of motion because he's all knowing. And I just thank God for it. So as we began to, as I began to get in my career, my brother went into college and, um, you know, things were going good for me as a career wise, you know, and, uh, I got, I, I, I end up, um, being young, still walking away from God. I end up having a, uh, having a kid before I got married. And, you know, that really, you know, put a strain on, um, my outlook of getting married, married at first because it was, you know, such a tumultuous experience because I understand now how God didn't want us to do it out of his will. And, and, and I just tell the kids right now, Man or woman, young kid, save yourself. I, I promise you that you won't regret it. That 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 would have been the best decision I ever made. That you have value as a child, as a teenager, even though the world doesn't value it. You have value, and I just want to tell every young boy who's struggling right now, who doesn't even have a father figure, you are worth the wait. I wish someone would have told me that at a young age, but I'm telling you right now, every listener, you're worth the wait. Amen. Man and woman. I just wanted, I just wanted to do, do a parenthetical right there for you guys. But as I was going on as my story, you know, um, I ended up having a child at 20. Um, and then shortly right after I met my wife and, um, God just placed her in my life. She stepped up a phenomenal woman of God, phenomenal woman of God. She stepped up. We got married quick. <laughs> we only were, we only known each other six months and we got married. And uh, through God, I mean, a, a three-bound cord is uneasily broken, but through us putting God at the forefront of our, our marriage, um, God kept us and sustained us. And now we have, two, I have another son, Makai, that's my youngest, my oldest is Landon. And we're cel- we just celebrated 10 years of marriage. To praise be God right there. Congratulations. Fantastic. Thank you so much. She was 19. She was 19 and I was 21. And uh, she always says, you robbed the cradle. Uh, ah. <laughs> she, she said, you got me at my prime. <laughs> I said, well, thank God. <laughs> I told her she didn't do too bad herself. <laughs> right? There you exactly. go. Exactly. Stand go. up for yourself married up, there. Man, married up. <laughs> Right, married up, but it kept me though. You know that was, I didn't realize again as we we're talking God's plan. I wasn't even realizing but the, how it kept me from certain things and how it prepared me as I was getting ready to go. As I, like I said, I was the youngest uh, in, in in Allegheny County as a probation counselor and dealing with youth every day. The inner city um, kids who have lost their 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 um, dads and mothers and, and, and siblings to gun violence, drugs and things. And I didn't realize that at this time, but God was preparing me for what I was about to go through. Mm, and amen. as I was getting ready to go through this, I didn't realize that 
I had uh, me and my brother. Uh, I'm a, I'm the oldest. He's the youngest. I have. I'm, I'm the only child now. But um, God was preparing me at that time to get ready to experience a great loss. And um, my brother was coming home from college and got murdered. Um, he just went out to go, you know, uh, go watch the fight. Never forget it. it was a, a Floyd Mayweather fight. Never forget it. Big fight. And he wanted to go out, came home, finished his battles up early and wanted to go out. And uh, he did. He went out and lo and behold, there was a shooting that broke out in the club and and uh, where he was watching the fight and he got hit. And he was one of the bystanders. It wasn't intended for him, but he ended up getting hit. And um, I'll never forget that because I had went out that night at that time too. And something broke out at the place where I was at. And, and I didn't realize God was keeping me, but he was shielding me. But as I went home, um, right before I went home, I had called him and I told, I, 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 I told him, I said, Hey, um, Hey bro, uh, I, you know, um, something went on out at this club and I said, I'm leaving. I need you, you know, I'm, I'm okay though. You don't need to come down here, but I'm okay. I just want to let you know I'm on my way home. He said, okay, I love you. I said, I love you too. And even in that moment, as I look back on it, God was so gracious and mercy for me just to be the us to extend each other our love for each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even in the midst of what we were about to go through in faith, God was still gracious. He was so merciful. Amen. And he just said, I love you. And I never forget that. I can always hold on to that, that mm-hmm. we got to express our love for each other. Mm-hmm. And and, and how God was just showing his love for me at that time. Absolutely. And so as we as as I went home. Um, I live right around the corner from my mother and uh, she began to, uh, she came to my door. It was never forget. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And my mom, is uh, she was saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. So I'm like, what are you doing at my door at this time of hour? What's going on? And I never forget the faith that was coming down my stairs. And she said, they think your brother had got shot. And I said, no, that couldn't happen. I just talked to him 45 minutes ago, mom, literally. Just talk to him. They say, "Well, come on, let's go down." He's down at this. They say they think he's down at this at this, at this um, um, place. I said, "Okay." So we drive down there, and and I'm just uh, the motions were just going. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't ascertain what was going on, but I was just so just upset and so much anxiety, and I didn't know for sure. It was just the unknown. So we get there, and uh, my mom. Uh, out of the car with me and we couldn't see but there was a body laid out there and it was a yellow tape and she be and um the detectives wouldn't you know give us too much information and um we just we were out there for a few hours and i just you know the anxiety and things and i just see my mom's heartbreak as a son as a as as the protector the male i just felt so hopeless at that time and uh i, I began to you know this just, I, I, even though I wasn't walking with God, I began to, I just prayed. I said, God, just please let, let, let this happen. Not, not let this be my, my brother. And then God just gave it to me. He's like, your badge. And I didn't realize because I had my wallet, but I had my badge in there and I was able to show the detective that I was a probation counselor. And so she, I said, you know, you know, as a uh, professional courtesy, because you just please let me know that that's him. Mm-hmm. And she gave me my, my brother's ID. I never forget. Wow. And she said, "Take your mom home. Take take her take her home. Just, it is him." 
And I said, okay. And I went to my mom and I said, mom, I said, it's him. And she said, no. And I gave her the ID. She said, no, I have to see it for myself. So I went to the lady. I said, the detective, I said, could you please, I promise you as one professional to another, she'll be okay. I'll be there with her. I can handle it. I deal with these issues all the time. And she said, okay, give me a few minutes. Let me clean him up because he, you know, he, he got, you know, he fell and his face got bruised up when he, when he, he got shot. And I said, okay. And, uh, I waited for a few minutes. They let us behind the yellow tape and I'll never forget the scream my mom let off. Mm. And it was so piercing. And I, and I, that's where I began to just get angry with God. And, and some of us, as we're, we, we, we're going through this time, even with this, you know, pandemic and everything, you're angry with God, you're questioning God, why has this had to happen? And I was angry. I said, I'll never serve this God ever again. I said, I wasn't faithful, but my mother was, she was faithful. She was preaching the gospel. She was doing what the word says. She was proclaiming and preaching and she was delivering people helping people be saved and set free by the power that worked in her from you, God. Why would you let this happen to such a pillar in her church, a pillar in the body of Christ? Forget me, God. I don't care about me or her. It just hurt it. It hurt me so much to see her go through it. And later on, I had to realize that I had to, to learn. I had to learn sovereign God. I had to bow to his sovereignty because God can do what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. Amen. And I always say was it, it was a twofold experience for us. I preached this one time. I didn't realize that even in the midst of tragedy, that there was going to be some triumph out of it. And at that time, it, just, I, I, it would be nice to say that after my brother died, I turned to God and gave myself, but it didn't work out that way. I had to let life hit me even harder. And I lost my cousin who was raised like my brother a year after that. And then later on after that, five months after that, I got diagnosed with a rare heart disease, which was called, um, it's called WPW, Wolves, Parkinson, White Syndrome. And that was enough right there. I mean, there's somebody that was getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I, I came to God and I never forget. I was laying on that, that uh, they told me I had to get surgery. I had passed out. I was working for PNC Bank. I had, I had left. Uh, the criminal justice bill because it was just too much to deal with, too much pain. It hit too close to home, and my brother was really well known. So I said, I just got to switch careers. This will help me out. I can navigate. And I, you know, and I thought I knew what I was doing, but how many of you know? The only way you know what you're doing is if your steps are ordered by the Lord. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Your your steps have to be. It says a good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. And said, if you acknowledge him all your ways, he shall direct your path. But I was going contrary to that. So I was getting the results of being contrary to God's word. But God still, I I just thank God for my praying grandmother, my praying mom. God still gave me mercy and grace. You know, I I thank God for that. His, His mercy on my life, you know, because I could have been number three. My mom could have been burying me after she buried my brother, her nephew, and then me. But God didn't see fit because he, he had me to be right here where I'm at with you guys, with the GSR family, to express to the young people that no matter how bad it is, and God knows, he said, he said in 
He said in Philippians, I mean, and, and Psalms, he said, you know, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. of you have been crushed in spirit right now. But God says, I'm right there with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm right there to the very end. And I just want to encourage whoever is listening, that listener who's contemplating on not suicide. I, I dealt with that. I, I went in heavy depression after both, I call them both my brothers, both my brothers died. Mm-hmm. I gave, I tried to commit suicide. I, it, it, in God's mercy, he just wouldn't allow it. And I'll never forget, I said, God, why would you allow me to live? Why are you letting me live? I don't want to live. And God just spoke to me through my mom. I still have a plan for you. Mm-hmm. There's still a plan that I have for you. And I have you to take on the things that your brother was supposed to do, the mantle. I'm giving it to you now because I want you to spread my word. And I want you to encourage the young people that they can live and that they can live an abundant life with me if they just choose to. How many know it's just a choice? Mm -hmm. I was choosing to live that way. It was just a choice. The enemy, the enemy had me full thinking I didn't have a choice, but there was a choice. And thank God for my mother where she, she saw me at, at my lowest point in suicide where she said, she said, you know what? I'm sending a plane ticket out here to you. Please just hold on. If you, I promise you, you just hold on that little bit of what you got left of God. Just hold on to that. And I said, okay, mom, I will. I'll come out here. And I didn't know what to expect. But as I came out to Denver, Colorado, I was like Moses getting taken out of Egypt and I had to go so I can come back to save many people. And God used her just to minister to me as a mother, as a counselor, as a pastor. And she began to just, just be patient with me. And and she began to just she I just saw so much wisdom in her as a as a woman of God because she began she had to see God on how to how to deal with me. And this is what I would tell parents. It's 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 very important when your kids go through those teenage years that you keep your ear to God's mouth. Because only God can give you the wisdom on how to deal specifically with your kids. Mm-hmm. Amen. I'm I, I'm telling you, I'm going through it right now with my son. And I had to go back to what, what, what I know is, God, I got to keep my ear to your mouth so you can tell me and teach me how to deal with them. Because even though I live this life, I don't know how he, how he feels. He's a different person than me. And only God's the creator of life. So God can give me the blueprint on what needs to be done and what not, doesn't need to be done and where I need to step back and just let God minister and God love on me. And my mom had to do that. There were some points where she would push. I mean, uh, as a parent, sometimes you want to push because you see so much potential. You don't mm-hmm. want us to be in that position. Yeah. But she had to be wise as a, as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And she just had to step back and begin to just let God, you know, heal me. She took me to as far as she could with God. And then God had to, she had to hand me off to God. And it was, a, as I said, a twofold experience. She had to, she had to learn how to trust God with me right there. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think that's Some of, so true that, you know, when you're a parent, you have to, you come to a point where you just really do hand your child over to God and your hands come off. Um, because as yeah. parents, we really do want to help as much as possible and we want to guide, but, you know, there comes a point in time where no matter what the situation is, whether it's a health situation or just regular life, adolescence, what have you, we have to let go and let God. And it's hard. It's not easy. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, it's sometimes easier said than done. And I always mm-hmm. adopted this. I, I had to learn how to adopt this in my life. It was in Philippians 4.13. And my brother would always say this. This is, I, I, I took this on as, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just say, God, I just need your strength in this area. I need you to strengthen me. And God help me with this, that I have the strength to hand, hand my child, my beloved child over to you. Mm-hmm. But how many of we have to sometimes take a step back and realize that they're just on loan to us. They from are. God. They God. are. And sometimes it's, it's, it's easier said than done. Like I said, we have to, I had to, my mom had to come to the realization he's just on loan. Mm-hmm. You, God, you have entrusted me. So if you entrusted me, God, I'm in, I'm in, I'm trusting you, God, that you, God, will turn around for his good. What mm-hmm. the enemy meant for evil, yes. what the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for my good. Yes, amen. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you as a witness, God, I, I, I can go on and on, but God has done so much in my life where God has kept me. I mean, even from, I wanted to get revenge mm-hmm. on the person who killed, killed my brother. I, I was, I, I, and God kept me from that mm-hmm. because he knew I had to be right here at this designated time with the GSR family and, and tell and encourage the parents and the kids that if you just trust God, mm-hmm. God is going to work it out for you to go. I think there's somebody's out there, like Mike always says, that needs to hear that. And, you know, myself included in that because it's not easy. It's not easy going through those difficult years with your children. It doesn't matter what age they are. They could be 35 years old um, and, you know, you're still going through it. Um, But you just have to continue to pray. just like Devon's mother and grandmother did. And you just don't give up. You don't give up on them. You don't stop praying. No. You just hang on to the faith that God will be faithful and will see them through. And he does. Um, it just doesn't always look the way that we expected it to look. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's really hard um, to deal with. But you know, your story really um, touches me in a lot of ways, Devon, because I was a single mother of two boys for a long time. And raising boys as a single mom is a unique challenge. Yes, it is. And yes, um, it is. those boys get to a certain age and they break away from the mom. And, yeah. you know, they they become to be, they start to become a man and they want, the, you know, their independence and they want to find out who they are as men. And it's heartbreaking for us moms that are going through it. But what do you have to say about that? What encouragement can you give on that aspect of it? 
I would say with that is one, uh, as a mother, uh, as, a, as being a family recipient, don't ever give up on your kids with God. Uh, don't, do not stop praying. Prayer has it's changed things in my life drastically. Prayer has kept me from dying from a rare heart disease. Prayer has kept me from being killed. Prayer has kept me from suicide. So prayer works. All the mothers out there, do not stop praying for your kids, even when it gets weary. You just have to do like First Peter 5 and 7. God cares for us. And he said, just cast our anxieties on him. Mm-hmm. For he cares for us. He cares. That's what his word said. So when it gets to the point where you feel overwhelmed, because there's been, there will be points as a mother that you will be overwhelmed. That's where you have to hand it over to God. And then as a mother, I would encourage you to, like I said earlier, to make sure you have to keep your ear close to God. It's important because sometimes we can get in, our, in the way of God mm-hmm. by trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And it's not for us to fix. This is this is sometimes something God has to show His glory through through the through the traumatic experience, mm-hmm. and that's what He did for me. That's what He did for me. So I just think, encourage you to continue to pray for your, your your kids, and even though it doesn't look like it, you know, this is what God says. We don't walk by what we see; we walk by faith. Mm-hmm. Because if we go by what we see, it looks bad. I promise you. It looked like I was never coming back to God. I told, I cursed God in front of my mom. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like Joe. I didn't. I didn't. When things got hard, I, I cursed him. I didn't do like Joe did. Mm-hmm. You know, God, Joe wouldn't curse God, but I cursed him. I said, I'll never serve your God. But how many know the power of God is stronger than any one of us, than anything? And it changed my life where I love God with all my heart, with all my soul. Where I'm here today to encourage you, where I'm here today to encourage everyone, continue to pray for your kids. Continue to press into God and watch God will work it out for your good. I promise you, that's what God's word says. And his word has never, never failed yet. And it never will. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I feel encouraged. Amen. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> I do. I I just, you know, it's nice to hear from a young man's perspective and, you know, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to let go, but it's, it's critical. And, um, you know, and sometimes we have to let go because they're physically not there anymore. Like what Devon experienced, you know. Well, not only that, he had to defeat his flesh so he didn't go and wreak havoc on that person you know mm-hmm. that's a, that's a testimony in itself yep. right there's god's just, strength yes, right there so much you know yes yes it, it's definitely a testimony i tell you uh right then and there um like i said prayer just to give you a quick snippet real quick the i found out who, who killed my brother and me and my older but older brother who's my cousin biologically but my older brother we were planning on our way down to go get revenge. And my pastor texted me and said, please, baby, go home. Do not do what you're about to do. 
And I did not know what, I said, how did she know what, what went on? I didn't know. I said, how did, how did she know? But I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And later on, we talked about it. And she said, Yvonne, do you know your phone called my phone? And I heard y'all conversation. Uh. And God said, I allowed <laughs> you to hear this conversation because I want you to intervene. Mm. I want wow. you to intervene. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I want you to intervene. Don't hang up because she was going to hang up. And she hold, heard the Holy Spirit. This is what we're talking about. Prayer changes things. And she said, God said, stay on the phone and pray. And she began to pray and intercede on my behalf. And lo and behold, do you know it didn't work out? It, we're, I was so angry. I said, God, I and I and I never forget. I said, God, I know it was you. I know you did this, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to try to get them anyway. I don't care. But God's power, oh my God, it's transformational power. Mm. He said, "No, nah, this, this is this is not what I called you to do." And the, and the prayers is changing things. And God began to change my heart mm-hmm. as I hit my low point. He began to he began to soften my heart back up to him. And I began to be open and let God, I, it was a choice to let God allow to heal me, allow him to be my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. I needed him. Mm-hmm. Pain can and quickly, pain can quickly turn to bitterness, can't it? If you let it. Yes. If you let it, it def, and it got, began to be bitter. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe I, I, I got to a bitter place where God had to not only naturally heal my heart, but emotionally heal my heart. Yeah. And, 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 and it was just such a powerful thing as I began to walk through that with my mom was the healing process of losing my brothers. And as, uh, as you backed off on that from your grandmother praying for you and everything else, when she heard that phone call, it is the Lord who is going to avenge. Yes. Mm. Yes. And I and 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 I'll tell you, as even as a pastor, I have to meditate on God's word because I have to say, God, each sometimes each day, it might be day by day. God, I'm placing this back in your hands because I feel this way, God. But God, I I know, I I know, God, that you are God. That you said you will, you will revenge. Not me. So Devon, don't take it into your own hands. So, so each day I walk through God, I forgive the person who killed my brother. God, I, I forgive him. Mm-hmm. When those thoughts come up, I, I have to I have to say, God, I forgive him because you forgave me, God. And mm-hmm. who am I to hold any judgment against someone? Right. Because God, you won't forgive my sins if I don't forgive my brother's sins. And, uh, the father never uh, actually told you to pray for that guy. You know what? He actually later on in my ministry, he did. There you I, go. It, it 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 went on where I I had to through the healing. God said, "So you praying for him? That's where you'll get your healing as Absolutely. well." Absolutely. Yep. And that's what I call a twofold experience. As I'm pouring out, God's pouring back into me. You bet. And I just. I love how God is all, he always works that way as a twofold experience. That's it's the way not he rules. For you, but it's for someone else. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Amen. Yes. 
Well, you gave us some some deep things to really reflect on <laughs> for this session. I mean, and there's a ton of people on live tonight, uh, and not a soul is left. I'm telling yeah. you, they, they know they the chat has just been blowing up with with comments and shouting you down, Pastor D. They shouting <laughs> you down online. <laughs> Glory to God. Pray, pray, praise be to God. Mm-hmm. I, I take no credit, anything. I don't do anything of myself, but only unto the Lord. I, I really, truly thank God for this experience and just to be able to encourage everyone. Because like I said, I know how it feels. We thank God for you. And uh, the only thing that I ask is that you come back for part two. <laughs> oh, sure will. I'm glad to, <laughs> glad to be, be invited. Part two uh, and part three. Like and. If we could have your mom on at the same time, we could maybe try a try a three way call and uh, oh my and goodness, see if we could get the two of them on Are at the same serious? time. Oh my, I bet I'd get up and run around, man. <laughs> I won't be able to stand it. And if I remember correctly, she did promise to do a session two as well. She did. She did. Oh, well, then we have to. We will definitely have to do it together. Yeah, we, let's we, we sometimes let's set that up if yeah. we could. She yeah, said, we'll actually get, said you yeah. can contact her anytime is what she said. <laughs> hey, and we have a couple more of her books left too. So if you want uh, a copy of her book, let us know. Godstoriesradio at gmail.com. We'll gladly get you one. She blessed us with a few copies and we're going to bless somebody else with a few copies. Um, you will not be sorry. I'm yeah. telling you. So Godstoriesradio at gmail.com if you want a copy of the book. Yeah. And just let us know where to mail it, please. Yep. Send us an address and we'll send it there. All right. Wow. I feel like I've been to church. <laughs> you can't even say church right. You got to say church. Church. <laughs> you know it. Church. And no eye has uh, seen, no ear has heard. Hmm. Pastor D got me fired up, man. Yes, I'm telling uh, you what. Pastor Devin, we, uh, God Stories Radio is the king of the shameless plugs. So if you uh, have anything that you would like to, either uh, Living Water Fellowship or whatever, go for it. Yes, if you're in the Denver area, just please, uh, even though we're in quarantine and we, we still have online service, and um, once it opens back up, we will open back up so you can um, get information from us and we'll keep you posted. Everything we keep posted on our website is rolws.org. R-O-L-W-S.org. Yes. All right. Just wanted to make sure in case you didn't hear that well. That is it, man. Wow. That, what was an such, that was session 269. 269. Does that number mean anything to you, uh, Pastor? 269? 269? You know what? 69. Was the, I don't mean to, I'm not going to put it out. The year my mom was born. And oh, wow. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's ironic. 269. That was the year she was born. So. It was a great year. I always tell her. Yeah, I always like like to ask in fun because sometimes the numbers mean things. And Mm -hmm. if you add them together, it means something. Or the numbers, half of it means something. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're going to schedule up a time to have you both back. I'm excited already. I'm excited as well. I'm just going (laughs) to prophesy right now that that's going to happen. It is. (laughs) Anytime. Well, that is awesome. Well, listen, if you uh, would like to be a guest on the show, contact Tina, GodStoriesRadioTina at gmail.com. If you'd like to call in like uh, Pastor Devon, you could do that too. And uh, like his mom did, they're calling in from Colorado tonight. I bet it's uh, a little chilly out there. But uh, 
Anyway, we'd love to have you. GodStoriesRadio@gmail.com. If you'd like to have a book, you know, send us the address and where you'd like us to send it, and we'll sure do it. What else can they do, Mikey? They can tweet us. They can tweet us on the Twitter, and uh, you know, give us a like on the Facebook and a thumbs up. Smash the like button. That way, we kind of get to know you because we can kind of post everything through Facebook, and you get the uh, you'll get to hear this session tonight first right there. Also. Uh... It is uh, tax time. It is tax time. So we like to always put out a little feeler out there. If God has uh, pricked your heart in any way to support the ministry, there is a, a button on the on the webpage, a PayPal button, and every little bit helps. We have to file taxes like the big boys. So it's pretty expensive for uh, little guys like us. But we always appreciate any help uh, is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. Yes. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for session 269. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless.